Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. All right, welcome back. Well, thank you for uh, coming back to our podcast. If you're in this this long, you're you're four episodes in, and honestly, if you haven't clicked subscribe by now, what are you even doing with your life? Come on, people! Wow. Uh, anyways, want to welcome you back. I want to tell you, I have prayed for you. I'm sure. I mean, maybe Kylie has too. I don't want to speak for you. I bet you have. <laughs> But really, like we we love you and we pray for you and we don't we don't have to yeah. know you and but we know that we're jerks and you're probably a jerk and if you're four episodes in you're probably trying not to be as much of a jerk. I hope so. That's kind of the <laughs> kind of the deal. Yeah. And so, man, we we love you. We're praying for you, and uh, one day we won't be so jerky. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, that's the, that's the goal is just through sharing our conversations yeah. and to not to focus so much on the being a jerk part as, as we all have growth. And so we're just hoping that this help is helpful yeah. for people. Yeah. Hey, great segue, Kylie. I want to bring something up. <laughs> <laughs> this will be good. So listen, I get on Facebook like twice a year, if that actually more truthfully, I get on Facebook like once every couple of years. Put some, you know, super vulnerable posts so you can all see how great I am <laughs> about addiction and coming out of it and recovery and all that. But this last time when I did that, it was a couple weeks ago, and I spent a little time, uh, I spent a little time just perusing the feed. Are we friends on Facebook? I don't know if we are. I don't think we are. I, I, I like you. I don't know if I want to open up. No, that, okay, it becomes I'm, official. <laughs> you have to so, change your relationship status with me. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know for friends. This last time, I just went and I. I just everyone who's sent me a friend request over the last like three years have been like, yep, 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 yep. Well, yep, yep. is are you are we really friends if we're not Facebook friends? I hardly know you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm 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 perusing Facebook. Uh, I think the elections were over, and I was like, okay, this is I, I might as well Praise check Jesus. these out. Uh, are they really over though? On our next episode <laughs> of being a jerk with Chris Biden versus yeah. Trump. Here we go. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but anyway, I read I, this post came up from someone I, apparently I'm friends with. I don't know her. I don't want to make it sound like I know. I, I don't know her at all. Actually, I don't even know who she is. I had to ask someone like, "Do you know who this person is?" And I think we went to the same school or something like that. And it starts off this like. It was so vulnerable, and I'm like, this is amazing. I love this. And she starts off, I, I have a story to share that I'd rather not share. It's not one of those, whoa, she's amazing sorts of stories, but it's real and honest and true. I'm like, this is my jam. I'm reading this. And then I read it. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read it word for word, but I'm going to summarize. This, this, this girl, who I, I'm sure loves the Lord, I'm sure is chasing after him. Like, Wonderful woman, I'm sure. I'm sh I'm sure. I, I or or maybe not. Right? She could be terrible. I I don't know. I don't know her. But we'll assume the best. She went to the grocery store really early before church. So she goes to church. Hey, there you Must go. Must be wonderful. Must be. Lovely. <laughs> uh, 
was a little tight on cash. Came across some avocados, which are, in all caps, her favorites. So, Well, I she, like her even more. But they were expensive. Mm. So she couldn't justify paying, buy, buying them. But she thought to herself, why can't I just take them? They won't miss them. So she puts two avocados in her bag and leaves. And then she makes a point, and I and I like this, that like she didn't feel bad. I, I mean, I don't, I don't mean I like like I like that she's that vulnerable. She's like, I didn't really feel that bad. I wasn't overrun with guilt. She's like, I, I didn't feel guilty at all. And then, and this part I'm going to read. You might you might be asking why I'm sharing this. If I'm not, and if I'm not overrun with guilt or something, uh, I'm actually I'm not. But what I am overrun with is grace, unmerited favor, because that same day, my friend, who knows I love avocado emoji, texted me saying that her and her husband were going out of town for the week, and they had a bunch of avocados they couldn't take. Would you have a place for them in your home? Who does that? It was just the timing of it all, and I felt such such conviction, parentheses, in the best way, that God provides in beautiful ways. I didn't need to compromise my integrity at the expense of $3. Woo! I think the, the confusing part is that she stole the avocados at the store. Like, that is a beautiful story. If... I felt conviction. I did not steal the avocados from the store. And look how God provided. God, you know, my friends, he used people to remind me of You, you know what? I, actually I don't know if I I don't know if I don't know if I fully agree with that. I mean I do agree with that. Let's take it a step further. Even if she did steal the avocados, like we've all done wrong. Right? Like my beef my beef with that post isn't she did wrong like what we've we've done we've done worse i've done worse sure sure and i don't know the rest of the story there seems maybe there's a lot not in there but my beef is i hear someone trying to glorify god in sin not in spite of not in conviction and in repentance because that's the whole point right that's that's where it needs to land. And and again, maybe there's a lot of story that we're not seeing there. What did she do after conviction? Right? I would I would have I mean, I've I've been in similar situations where like God's God's goodness hounds me, right? I mean, and it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Repentance. Yeah. And so what what happened next? Did she call the store? Go to the store? Bring back the two avocados? Bring back the two avocados and more? Did she call the manager and say, hey, let me tell you what I did. I'm so sorry. God's convicted me. How can I make this right? Or did she just now have all those avocados plus two more and felt great about it? Like, I don't I don't know. I don't know, and I don't yeah. want to pretend to know. Yeah. And I, To me, that's that's like, that's that's the that should be the main point of the story. Or one of the two. What, God's grace and goodness that leads to repentance and I don't want to take anything away from what she experienced of God's grace but at the same time it's like man if that's all it did 
if that's all it did, it makes me wonder, is that really God's full grace? Mm. Or is it some some cheap, see-through-my-lens version of God's grace? Because why not do it again? Why not in that next situation, I'm going to do what I want to do and God's going to show up. Yeah. And, and without the need for repentance. Hmm. Like the whole point of being convicted, hearing his voice is to step into obedience. Yeah. And that's Romans 12, like yeah. transformation of the mind. That's changing the way that we think. As opposed to, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> it's such a testimony of, I'm going to live my life however I want to live my life, and I'm going to bring Jesus along with me, like you said last, you know, to be the jander and clean up my mess, yeah. without any, well, Paul talks about it. Well, if, if there's this abundant grace, shouldn't <laughs> right. I just sin all the more? Let's go for it. <laughs> right. And that's the, like you said, the cheap grace yeah. of, yeah. you know, not... It's not leading us anywhere. Yeah. That's not leading us in the pursuit of holiness that God's desire is yeah. for us to, li to live, you know, to, yes, there is abundant grace. Yes, we are going to be jerks and we are going to fail, but that doesn't mean that we just live willy nilly. Yeah. That, that would be like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm driving here, you know, we've got this, this, this great little quiet space to record in and I'm, I'm driving here and someone cuts me off. I flip them off, flip them the bird, right? Like I'm over, I'm just so angry, right? And then, you know, a few blocks later, I need to, I need to scoot over in a lane to, or scoot over a lane to make my turn. And I look and someone hits their brakes a little bit and waves me in. And I'm like, thank you, God, for letting me in. Like if that's where the story ends, and that's where her story ends, if that's where the story ends, like I don't, I like Jesus didn't die, <laughs> Jesus didn't die on the cross, and spill his blood for that kind of grace. Mm -hmm. He did it for the grace that goes deep and hits me to say, oh my God, like this is how I should have lived. I wronged that other person and wronged God by flipping them off when, when they cut me off because I was angry and I'm prideful and me, 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 me. God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Um, you don't have the same opportunity to f chase that guy down and, you know, apologize, <laughs> right? But I think you could call a manager <laughs> about some avocados. Well, it's it, it, in that scenario, you're you're trying to justify it was okay that I flipped him off because yeah. look how God... It becomes about you. It becomes about us. Like, oh, now things are nice for me. Now yeah. it's worked out for me. So look it, at God's grace. Right. But I, so that is, that is uh, a faulty Christianity that I believed in for a long time. Yeah, same. Is this, I, I believe in Jesus. I believe in what he did. I have faith in him. He has forgiven my sins because of the cross, the resurrection, and now I've got my ticket punched for heaven. It's in my back pocket, and I'm going to basically, by and large, live how I want to live. Mm. And I know I've got this, I've got this, you know, 
this ticket that's going to get me in hmm. as opposed to what I now know to be the reality of the gospel is, and like we're talking about now, Jesus not only came to do that, he lived a life that we couldn't live, a life of perfection, a, an example for us of here is what an abundant life in relation, intimate relationship with the Father can look like. Hmm. And should look like. And here is the pursuit of your life should be to to have a life that looks like Jesus. So now I understand the gospel to be. I have surrendered my life to the lordship of Jesus to pursue a life that looks like his. And not that alone, but experiencing the presence of mm. God in my life. Yeah. Like I'm not living this by my myself like the holy spirit dwells within me christ in me i'm clothed in his righteousness and so my desire is to experience that to hear his voice to to see with with the lenses of his vision and to live this kingdom way where eternity started when i when he transformed my heart mm. and that surrender took place from now and through eternity not when i die yeah and yeah. and and now that just it changes everything about how we live. So in that scenario, that Facebook post, if she would have heard the voice of the Lord, which she did, she felt the conviction yes. in yes. the store and then stepped into obedience. And that's a pretty simple story. We've all been in situations that are much, much more difficult. But to recognize that that's not in our weakness, he is made strong. Mm. To where we recognize I'm going to listen to his voice, even if everything within me is warring against that decision. And I'm going to, I'm going to see it and I'm going to celebrate it as a victory. Not my victory. It's the victory and the power of God within yeah. me. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to walk that, yeah. walk that life. I love that you brought up 2 Corinthians 12, 9. I, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Yeah. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weakness and trials, persecutions, troubles, right? All of all these things. John Piper, I love, I love, love, love how he clarifies that. Because I know for the longest time I would hear that and I would I would put my lens on it. And and John was John Piper in I don't even remember what book or might it might I don't it might have been I heard him speak or something. But he, he says this, he, he points out, it's not, he, like, we got to be careful. It's not, Michael, uh, like, his, uh, his power is made perfect in our bad decisions, mm. right? Weakness doesn't mean in my, my bad choice to steal an avocado or flip somebody off or w look at porn or, w like, fill in a million blanks. Right. That's not where God gets glory. He gets glory in... In, in, I mean, that particular verse, it's it's the, the outward things that happen to us. The persecutions, the trials, all the things that we walk through, not our bad decisions. Now, that doesn't mean that God can't be glorified in the midst of those, right? Joseph saying to his brothers, what, what you meant for evil, mm. right? God has turned for good. And Paul writing that God can take all things for and turn them for good for his glory. And so I, I don't know. It's, it's a to me that was that was pretty 
life-changing lens change. It's not glorification in the sin. Yes. But the, I mean, God is a, a healing God, a restoring God. He, in, in his, he will use that. Yes. God's not glorified in the midst of, but I will take what is, it's, it's us. I will take what is broken. I will take what is, what is hurt, what is broken, and I will transform it. Yeah. I will make it better. I will use it for my glory, for my victory. Yeah. And we just get to be vessels of that. And, and repenters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that is the vessel. That is the vessel. That use it. it's repentance, and that's I, and I guess that's why that 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 story, that Facebook post, like I guess that's why it it it. I mean, I'll call it what it is. It offends me, and well, maybe that says maybe that says a few things about me, right? Maybe I shouldn't be so offendable, <laughs> but but that but that's why that that's why it's that's gr- like gr- that's great, but man, what about repentance? Repentance is the hard part. Yeah. We we want to skip over, mm. like I don't. God is good. I want him to do work in my life, but I don't want to have to do work in my life. I don't want to surrender to it. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to have to shift direction, right? Like I think so many times we just want to live our life on our path and take Jesus with us Mm. as opposed to going, this is the path that I thought that I saw in my own flesh, in what my desires are. But in the midst of that, God is saying it's true surrender to him having everything. Yeah. I thought my life was going to look like this. You want to take it in a different direction. And so I'm going to be obedient to that. Yeah. <clears throat> I am, I'm living a life of, of sin, of death, and you want to give me abundant life. But that's going to look different than what I think it's yeah. going to look like. And so repentance is the hard part. In, in, in each of those situations or um, a 30,000-foot view of our life of continuing to battle and fight against what God's desire is or just to listen to his voice and be yeah, obedient. Right. I mean, and how looking back on those moments... How glorious does that look? Like how abundant. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everything's easy, but right. when we look back at, man, God told me to do this. I was obedient in it. I didn't even understand it mm. at the time, but I'm just going to listen to his voice. And it's like, oh, here's why. And it inevitably, it expresses his love for yeah. us. Yeah. Like he's for us. Like we make it sound like repentance and doing all these things and listening to his voice and being obedient is hard, but it's it it should be as David talked about in the song. It should be beauty and delight in mm. in listening. I mean, then it was, you know, your your law is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. These rules lead us to an abundant life, and now to experience that with the presence of God in us and to mm. actually hear his voice and know that I am for you. I want to fill you with my joy and my peace. And I want you to know and receive all of the love that, that is available to you from wow. me. Yeah. Then it's like, oh man, I want to, let's repent all the more. Right. 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 <laughs> this, this life of pursuing holiness is only taking away from things that are leading us more, more times than not to, 
to death and destruction and what is not good. When does it feel like it's difficult for you to step into repentance? Yeah. All the time. (laughs) No, I mean, repentance is literally... You said it before, changing the way you think. It's changing the direction of what you think. And it's it has it starts with surrender. It has to start with admitting my direction was and is wrong. And that's the hard part. Is that the no, ultimate step of humility? It has to be, right? Yeah. It has to. I mean... Jeez, and not that... You can't be prideful and repent. Right, (laughs) right. Uh, Well, no, you you can be. It's just not repentance, right? You know, Paul, in in the middle of 2 Corinthians, maybe 5, 6, maybe 1 Corinthians, one of the Corinthians, what is in the Bible, it said, no, one of the Corinthians, it talks about, Paul talks about this, this shallow repentance, this shallow sorrow. And I think all repentance follows this this pattern of first where we feel bad that we got caught. Right. And then we feel bad and sorrowful that we hurt somebody else. And even that is not deep enough. Paul ends that passage talking about godly sorrow. And, and Boy, it doesn't feel good, right? It's a it's a it's a very sobering thought, but repentance has to go as deep as okay, I feel bad I got caught. I feel bad now I hurt. I feel bad that I hurt someone else. Now it's I not only the next step is I feel bad that I hurt God. That I that I offended God in my sin, in my bad decisions, in my choices. And even that isn't good enough. The next step is realizing I, I am offensive. Mm. In, in, my, in my sin, in my human nature, right? Psalm, 50, Psalm 51, in sin I was conceived. Like I am offensive. That's why, like to God, that's why I need Jesus. And Thank God the story doesn't end there, right? Praise God. Right? I mean, we, 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 I think, you know, what, a couple episodes in, we've already talked about, this, talked about this more than once. He who knew no sin became sin, so we can be called righteous. We can be his righteousness. So thank God the story doesn't end there. And, and you know, Acts 3, repent and return, so your sins may be wiped away and times of refreshing may come. Right? That... Repent is just the beginning. It just takes so much to get us there. <laughs> but that's that's just the beginning. But it has to go there. And it has to go as deep as to say, I, I am I offend God. And some of us have a hard time with that because we're stuck with, oh no, but I'm good inside. I'm 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 good. I don't offend God. How could you say that? Meanwhile, we read, you know, while we were, we were enemies of God. Right. We were his enemy. 
and he still died for us. <laughs> but we were his enemy. We were anti-God without him. I think the term that you hit there is deep. We don't like to go that deep to the core of our being, like you said, of I offended, but I am an offense to God in the midst of this, uh, in the midst of this sin. Um, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's really difficult. We want to, we want to, we want to, but right. Like <clears throat> your example earlier about flipping somebody off on it, it, driving your car. Sorry. I made that very, made that sound very realistic, but as yeah, an example, to, to, total illustration would never happen because we want to go. Yes, that was wrong. Yes. I offended that person. Yes, I offended God, but, but he taught me. He <laughs> cut me off. Yeah, right. Like we want to continue to justify. We right. want to continue to make an excuse for, and we can look at that at an even deeper level of our lives. Of well, this is the experience I've been through, mm. and so that can become the what we think is the reason and really it's an excuse, right? Yeah. Somebody that's been through a traumatized life or s some difficulty and that justifies who I am. And it's like, well, no, that's a reason why you may behave in a particular way, but that's not an excuse to yeah. behave in a particular yeah. Like I, I flipped somebody off as I was driving because I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> Just kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> because I'm short-tempered. Like, we yeah, can put yeah. people in categories and, and allow that to be used as an excuse for us as a... That's not reason. That's not justification. We still have to remember it's an offense. It's sin. We don't yeah, want to call yeah. things sin. Yes. Yeah, yes. We want to say, well, this is... Like you said earlier, this is a bad decision I made. Right. No. Let's just call it what yeah, it is. You're right. It's sin. And a sin that is not bringing glory to God is an offense to the Lord, is against what is leading us to, to life. And so we have to, we have to go to that deep, <coughs> that deep place of humility and yeah. surrender. And this is not who I want to be. This is not who you've created me to be. And so continue to transform my, my thought pattern, continue to allow my actions to bring you and, glory. And that's why this journey is so important, right? Like, cause if we're, if we're stuck in denial, right? We're, go back to the, the, our first conversation about this, right? If we're stuck in denial of, oh, I'm okay. I don't need help in this. I don't need to admit anything cause I'm doing no wrong. What, like what, what's there to repent of? What's there to repent of? And if repentance is the beginning of the journey of authenticity with the Lord, like we've all, I mean, we've all had that moment of repentance, right? I, I, by if we all, I mean, Jesus. yeah, if you're following <laughs> Jesus, we, seriously, I mean, I mean, the, the, the entrance way into his kingdom the is one of repentance. Of justification. Right. Yes. However, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a one-time thing. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you joke before, I uh, got my ticket punched. Yeah. Well, there's more stops on the train, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the beginning. Yes, yes. And, you know, the... Why would, he, why would Scripture say that his mercies are new every morning? Right. Why would, he, why would Scripture say, take up your cross daily, daily and follow me? We hear Jesus pray in John 15, where he says, he's talking to his disciples, he says, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. Right, and he's on, he's on to explain a little bit. You know, maybe it's not John 15. I'm just on it with scripture today, aren't I? I it's John it's in the Bible. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he says, you know, servants don't know what the master's doing, this and that. You're like, you know, who, who would, you know, right, right. Uh, friends, you know, show all things to each other. We want to, we love that scripture for the second part of it, don't we? We're friends with Jesus. Oh yeah, man. I mean Moses called himself that, and we're 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 friends. We're friends. We're co-laborers, friends of the Lord. But in but if we skip everything else, it's an important. It's important to remember. Jesus said, "No longer do I call you servants." That means the disciples had a period of time where they understood they were in servanthood. They they were subjecting themselves to Jesus. And to God's will. And that only comes through repentance. Through lowering yourself. Humbling yourself. Or letting God humble you. Lowering, lowering, lowering. Surrendering your will. And then. And then. No longer do I call you servant. Now I'll call you friend. And so many of us, we don't. We don't lower ourselves. We just skip. We try and skip the line. And it's not. It's our will rubbing up against Jesus's. Right. And and like it or not, we have the ability to dethrone him on our lives. And so our will winds up winning. And then we and then it's back around the mountain again. <laughs> I was gonna say it's just as such a continual yes. fighting against our flesh. Yes. Listening. I mean, if we didn't have the ability, if God didn't if God didn't give us the ability this intimacy of relationship, the, the fill, giving us, granting us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't. Right. Right. Why I mean, would we? It goes against us. It goes against our human nature and our flesh that we're consumed with. And like it or not, like it or not, until we're in his presence, until Literally, we are done with earth, and in his presence, we will always have to battle our flesh. Always. We're, we're never going to have the garden, the garden of Eden again. We're never going to have that again. God, when, he, when, when Adam and Eve left, he posted angels out there. No one is going back. We can still have his presence in the midst of this. Yeah. We can still encounter him and experience him, but we will always, always, always have our flesh. Yeah. Always have that voice that says, no, you don't need to surrender. You know best, Chris. You know how to take care of yourself <laughs> better. Trust God? We will always have that. It's the story of humanity. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the beauty of the time that we are in now, post-Jesus, having the gift of the Holy Spirit, 
is that we get to experience the true presence. Yeah. Now I will write it on your heart. Like it's, yeah. it, he is in us. Like, but the, the reality of history of humanity is Israel. Mm. Yeah. Same right. thing. Right. Right. I'm, I'm with the presence of the Lord and you know, God, uh, God saves us, you know, releases and us. Uh, everyone did what was right back. in their own eyes. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> it's just a cycle. Like yeah. you said, yeah. of, of knowing the power of God and still falling back into our own whining and complaining yeah. and and, and, I'm, and I'm so glad you said you point out the beauty because I, I I have a I have a tendency bit of vulnerability here I have a tendency to think like that and just get like caught in this like downward spiral of like oh we're never gonna be okay <laughs> who's gonna save us you know and it's like oh you adult like I'm I'm right here in front of you. You know, it's. I mean, I don't think God calls us dolts or dinguses or whatever. But like, look, look here, I am. I sent you, my son, yeah, for that, so that you can, in spite, in spite, not, not in the middle of your sin, but in spite of your sin, of your flipping someone off, of stealing avocados, I can show up and show you who I really am. Repent, lower yourself, humble yourself, surrender your will, make things right. If you need to. And then you can experience true grace. That comes from a laid down life. Surrendering will. So let's even look at that in a... More of a human perspective. If you and I are friends. If we have a relationship. At some level an intimate relationship. And there is some offense that I have made against you. If we don't work that out, if there isn't confronting the issue, right. if there isn't repentance, if there honesty isn't and honesty, repentance, yeah. and if there isn't forgiveness, and if there isn't grace, then there's still going to be some some form of fracture yeah. within this relationship. I'm glad you brought that up, Kylie, because uh, a couple weeks ago <laughs> oh, I said hi go. to you here with enthusiasm, and you were just like, "Hey, hey." No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's your name again? (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, two totally different things, but as we desire to become more and more Christ-like, the overflow of this intimate relationship, the overflow of this repentance between us and the Lord is going to be, I I desire to have these deep, intimate relationships with others. And really, it's an expression of love. Yeah. Right? Like... We are expressing our love to God in repentance, in saying, I, I have, there has been an offense against you. And because I love you, mm-hmm. because I know that you love me, I, that's not my desire. Yeah. I, I yeah. want to be different. And to, to receive the forgiveness of God, but then to have that overflow in that affects our horizontal relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I, I desire to love other people in the midst of being offended by or bringing an offense against that, that the reality is that's, that's what Jesus showed us, right? Right, Like that's, that's what this world should be apart from sin and apart from our flesh and apart from those things that are warring to, to fracture that are warring to, 
fill us with lies and deceit and telling us that it's okay. Yeah. Or just, just, you know, just kind of forget it or yeah, just kind of right. gloss uh, over it. You don't it. have to. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to go deep. You don't have to have those hard conversations. You don't have to love in a way that's sacrificial to you. Like, just look for... Look for God in that somebody brought me avocados and see, <laughs> it's all okay. Yeah. Like, no, it's not all okay. <coughs> there yeah. still has to, we still have the work to do. Yes. That's probably, that's the, that's the co-laboring with, with right. God. Right. Right. And, and you can only do that once your will is surrendered. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just two wills. <laughs> it's easier for me to walk away from you or to have this underlying bitterness or offense that we're just not going to, we're going to, you know, sweep under the rug. And that's, I think, what humanity, I think that's what we see in our culture. It's easier to just brush it under. Mm. Then there's hurt that's going to surface years down the road or bitterness that just never goes away. Or, you know what, forget you. I'm just going to walk away from this relationship. No, it's it's, it's marriage. (laughs) Yeah. I I was about to say, otherwise, that's just cancel culture. I don't want to deal. So I'm going to write this whole thing off because I... I'm not going to deal with this issue and grow and and grow with you and grow with each other. Which is what? Divorce. Which is which, which is, is pride. <laughs> yeah. Which oh, yeah, is yeah. my yeah. way is the right way. Yes. You're wrong, I'm right. Yeah. And game's over. Yeah. I'll just cancel you. Yes. And like you said and and yeah, back to marriage. Like that's I I'm I'm willing to because of love do the hard work that it takes to repent and repent. And repent first to the Lord and then to my spouse. Yeah. Because, because the reality is love should be worth it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's like like Peter said, like where where else are we gonna go? Right. You have the words of eternal life. You are the creator of all things, the king above all. Yeah. Why wow. why would we not? Wow. Other than Total selfishness and pride. Yeah. So, you know, you you asked, where is it hard? You know, that's what that's what you asked me a few minutes ago. And the truth is, in some ways, because of everything we just said, it does get easier. Yeah. It never gets easy. Right. But it does get easier. The the more you lay down, the more you realize. You know, you were quoting Psalm one nineteen, and you you quoted David before. The more you, the more you realize that, boy, God's law, and His commandments and His direction for our lives are better. They're they're better, and they're for our good, and they're better than anything we could come up with. Because it allows us to fellowship and commune with Him. It allows us to to be friends with Him. Yeah. And to have, like you, you call that intimacy with him, it makes it easier. It never makes it easy because we still have this flesh. I don't know that it's ever going to be easy. I don't know. Maybe I'm just still so new at this. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I've always heard that about, you know, following Jesus. He never promised it would be easy. Yeah. It's simple. Listen to his voice. I mean, it, we make it sound like it's a lot more difficult, but yeah. the simplicity of... I have a relationship with Jesus. I listen for his voice and am I, and I am obedient, but it's not easy. Right. Right. But the other part of that is 
it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. Because that's where we'll find, he promises. He promises. Yeah. That's where we'll find abundant life. That's where we will find his peace and his joy that he fills us with, his wisdom that he grants to us. Like, it, we're not finding that if we're just following ourselves. Yeah. If we're just selfish jerks, right. full of pride, lacking humility and surrender. Yeah. God bless you. But, you know, it's a tough road. Yeah, but it's worth it. It like is. Like you worth said. It. And, uh, Kylie, I think it's a good place for us to wrap up today, don't you think? Yeah, I feel like I'm. I want to go to the store and get some avocados. <laughs> Make some guacamole. Make some guacamole. Well, yeah. you don't have to pay for them. That's cool. <laughs> listen, listen. I don't know this girl. Oh my goodness. Like I said, there could be moral of the story. <laughs> is always Chris. pay for your avocados. That's your. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> pay for your avocados. No, no. Come on. I people. meant what I look. I meant what I said before. I'm not. I'm not mad that she did that. Right. Like we've all done terrible things. I'm just. I'm just baffled at where that story ended. Yeah. And, and look, the reality is, look, we're Facebook friends. So maybe there's someone who listens to this that knows who that is. Like, I'm not knocking her, right? She could very well have, and it could very well have ended with her going back to that store. I wronged you. I wronged you and stole these here. I, I need to make this right. I mean, maybe. I, I don't. I don't know, but... I still, I still like where we went with this podcast. It was a, it led us to the topic of yes. repentance, yes, and, and that's that's the point. Yeah, you know, not hammering this person. Yeah, but absolutely, because because we worse. all have work to do yeah. when it comes to repenting of our sin, being convicted, repent, and and uh, turn our yeah. turn our hearts and our eyes Heck and our yes. ears back to the Lord and press on. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out with us a bit. We love you. We pray for you. We'll continue to. And, uh, you know, the next two episodes are going to be very, very special. Uh, next one is going to be all about Kylie. Woohoo! <laughs> Get to hear some of his story and his journey. Um, and then, uh, well, naturally, it'll be all about me after that. <laughs> it's always all about me. <laughs> uh, well, hey, thanks for, you know, joining us. Review and rate and all that stuff. And, all the things, all the all the, the stuff. And go you get do. some, go get some avocados. Go get some avocados. And make sure you pay for them. You know what? Buy extra, and, and bless somebody you. else. Oh man, that's a that's a great idea. Yeah. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Bye. All right. See well, you next time. See ya.